you deep or not. If you don't look right, they're going to bash you. Y'all, y'all understand that? <laughs> but see, we need to know one another by the spirit. And that's when you know people by the depths of what's on the inside of them. Knowing by the spirit. See, the, see, the deep things are where, is where God is. The shallow things, the shallow life is superficial. Let me just put it like that. It's a superficial life. Well, you'll never do anything great for God. Amen. So you must launch out to do great things. You must launch out into the deep where it's easier to swim. It's easier to maneuver. It's easier to operate. In the deep is where you'll find all the people that need to hear from you. And you, you'll do it and say, wow, that was so easy. It's because God already has it all worked out in the deep. Shallow, that's where everybody is. That's the broad road. Amen. And that's where people go, you know, <coughs> the handout tracks. I'm not against that. Hear me right. Handout tracks and criticize. Yeah, you know God, but they don't have anything else to say. And everybody's on those corners. Everybody is in that market. Amen. But go out into the deep where nobody's there except God sent you. And and He's He has this a divine appointment for you. See the divine appointments are in the deep. Everything that God has called you to do is in the deep. Trust the deep, Amen. Hallelujah. Trust the deep and bring in a haul of harvest. Amen. A harvest of souls. That's our haul. Amen. Hallelujah. So cast your nets. Are y'all here? And that means get ready. Get ready to go out and work for God. Hallelujah. Jesus stretched out his right hand to Peter when Peter started to fall. And he, he reached out his hand and he grabbed him. And to me, that signifies that God is with us. When you launch out into the deep, uncharted territories, you don't know what, what's going to happen. It, God is there to lift you up. All you got to do is call on him and he's, oh, here I am. Come on. He said, now go on where I told you to go. And see, in other words, God does not leave you. When you go to do a great work for him, number one, you might not know it's great. You may feel like, why am I doing, like, like those fishermen felt, why are we doing this? We just came in. So you may feel like this is a big waste of time. But if, if you get fearful or if you run into some type of trouble, God is there to hold your hand, just like he was there for Peter. He's going to hold you, outstand his hand, and lift you up. So, in other words, God's not setting you up for failure. He's setting you up for something great. So there's greatness in the deep. Amen? God is with you in the deep. And he goes before you. The Holy Spirit goes before you and is your rear guard in the deep. You can't get that in the in any setting. You you get that where God has sent you. The Holy Spirit goes before you, and he is your rear guard. Amen? And see, this is why Jesus showed up so quickly for Peter. Peter didn't even go under. He almost did. He cried out to God, and God was right there for him. God won't leave you alone in the deep. Amen? He's always there for you. Now let's go to Matthew, back up, Matthew 7. So... The devil's going to try to put fear in you 
to move forward. What When we say the shallow and the deep, what we're really saying is that it's time for us to grow up. It's time for us to do great and mighty works for God. It's not just about us and what we need. We need to pay our rent. We need to pay our whatever. God knows that. And if you trust him, he'll take care of that every single month, year after year. He'll do it. He's done it for me. He'll do it for you. That's not a problem for God. But God wants to use you. There's a dying world out here. It's more than just what we need. God wants us to work for him. Now, I know most of us do that every chance we get. We do this. But what I'm talking about is a, a go to a higher level. There's a mighty move of God coming, and God wants all of us to participate. Don't run away from it. Don't feel like you're not qualified. Because, see, these are the things that the devil will throw at you. Oh, you can't do that. You know, you can't do this. But, yes, you can. You tell the devil, here I come. Amen. And we don't have to go far because all we have to do is go as far as our families. (laughs) We family. And so we don't have to go very far. But I'm telling you, the move of God is coming. And so we all need to launch out into the deep, into deeper things with God so we can do more things for God. And God is equipping us. He's equipping us right now. Amen. He's saying renew your mind in the word of God. Grow up, get off the milk, get on the meat. Amen. Take your pampers off. You don't need them anymore. Train yourself. Amen. Train yourself in the things of God so that you can be used. And God will always take care of you. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. There's nothing God won't do for you. The people who um, who launch out into the deep, their faith livers. In other words, they live by faith. Everything they do is by faith. Even if the faith is not what it should be, they use what they have. And that's what's important. All God wants us to do is use what faith we have. You know, <coughs> he's not trying to tell you. That you need this or you need that. All he's saying is use the measure that I've given you and it will increase. How else will you uh, flex your spiritual muscles if you don't use what muscles you have, even if they're weak right now? Continue to do what you need to do. Don't back out. See, shallow people back out. They say let somebody else do it. Or they back out in fear. Deep people go at it. They, They listen to God. They know the need. And they take care of it. And if they're weak in any way, they get in the word and strengthen themselves. They strengthen their spiritual muscles. Amen. You know what you need to do. We're not new Christians. Let's go to Matthew 7, 7. Y'all working me. Amen. Okay. So people who launch out into the deep keep asking, keep knocking. In other words, they never quit. And this is one way you get what you need. You don't stop. So Matthew 7, 7 says, ask, and it, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be open to you. <coughs> so God is saying, I will not close doors on you. When you launch out, in other words, when you take a step of faith, that's launching out. For all of you all that are sleeping When you launch out into the deep, 
you take a leap of step, a step or a leap of faith and say, I'm going to do more than what I've been doing. I'm going to do more than what I'm used to doing. I'm going to trust God and get out there and do what I can do for him. You know, if he points you out to somebody at the airport or whatever, he's going to say, you go to her and you minister to her. And when you launch out into the deep, you take that chance. Well, I may be embarrassed. God don't care. Amen. Uh, Sheree was, she was at the airport yesterday and she called me and she said, I just saw Tiny, T.I. I I said, uh, who that? (laughs) And she made me remember, uh, this tiny lady that's married to whatever his name is. T.I. What's his name? The wife. What's the, yeah, what's his name? He got another name. Oh, okay. Just T.I. Okay. I thought he had another name. But anyway, she saw her at the, uh, at LAX yesterday and she went over to her and she said, God said, go over to her. And she was scared, but she went over and she said, <laughs> hi, tiny. <laughs> like she was an old girlfriend. And she says, God told me to tell you that he's going to restore your marriage. So you hang in there and don't give up and don't pay attention to the naysayers. Because God hates divorce, so you're doing the right thing. You hang in there. And the lady looked at her, and she said, you know, I needed to hear that. Thank you. And gave her a hug. Sheree said, she hugged me. I said, okay, because I said, did she hit you? No, she hugged me. But she said she was glad to hear it. And so that's a decision that you have to make when God speaks to you. And when you launch out into the deep, deep people will move. Shallow people will hold back and say, well, that's tiny. I see her on TV. She, you know, she got bodyguards. And she did say there was two bodyguards with her. So, you know, it took Sheree to walk up on her. But, you know, but she did it anyway. And, and, it, and she was received. Because when you have a divine appointment, even if you're somewhere you shouldn't be, God will use you anyway. Because he, he understands your heart. And so uh, he told her to go over to her and the lady received it. And she said, thank you. She said, I needed to hear that. And so there's divine appointments all around us. But see, people who are deep, who launch out into the deep, they're going to take a chance. Because those bodyguards could have said, well, wait, wait a minute. Wait, where are you going? You know, but they didn't bother her because God ordains your steps. And when he tells you to make a move like that, the Holy Spirit's already gone before you. Amen. And is your rear guard. And so that lady needed to hear that. And that's so, so good. Although I, I laughed. But, <coughs> but you know, with Sheree, she didn't stop. She just did what she was supposed to do. And the lady was very thankful. So I guess that's what I'm trying to say about there's different kind of Christians. There's those that are Christian in name only. And then there are those that are pew sitters that's going, but that know the word backwards and forwards and will correct you. And then there are those that are go-getters. So when you launch out into the deep, even if you're a shallow Christian, you don't have to stay like that. You can begin to launch out into the deep and obey God because there is a dying world. There are people who are hurting and they need to know what you know. Amen. And so it was so good. To hear that God is still using us and he's going to use us more. Amen. I read seven, right? 
Okay, so let's go to Romans 12, 2, <clears throat> a familiar a familiar scripture, but we need to read it right now. And it's because when you uh, when you launch out into the deep, <clears throat> you need to have your mind renewed. And I'm telling you, this is the reason most people don't launch out. This is the reason most people stay shallow and stay in shallow waters where they feel safe. Is because their minds are not renewed. See, they're still operating out of the old mindset. Are y'all here today? And so they've not, they've conformed to the world. They've not been transformed by the renewing of their mind. In other words, they've allowed the, the, um, how can I put it? They've allowed the impression of the world to, to sink in and impress them. And, and impress their thinking, you know, am I saying it right? So that they're not, uh, interested in doing great works for God because they think they're already doing it. Let me give you a word. Oh girl, yeah, God gonna do that thing. See, this is why people don't get deep. Because they stay shallow. And they like operating in that vein. Because they don't want to spend, they don't want to pay the price. Just say it like it is. They don't want to pay the price. When you launch out into the deep, there's a price to be paid. Amen. So Romans 12, 2, you know the scripture. But it says, well, I want to read one. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable which is your reasonable service. So God is not going to ask you to do something astronomically big to do for him. You know, this is just everyday living. You know, you're in an airport, go over and say something to somebody and go on your way. God's not asking you to do much. And so it's your reasonable service. Whatever God's asking you to do is not too much. And it says, and do not be conformed or a part of or changed into this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And I want you to underline that phrase, perfect will of God. Because if we don't do the perfect will of God, we're in trouble. Amen. We need to do the perfect will of God. But it says here, don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed by renewing your mind that you may prove what is good. In other words, you can't prove what is good unless you have a renewed mind. Then you do the perfect will of God. You want to stay in God's will. Did you know everybody is always talking about, I want to know the will of God. You said it too. I wish I knew the will of God for my life. What's the will of God for what's just now telling you right there? Now I'm going to read it again. And do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So renewing your mind and not being like the world, not pattern after the world. In other words, don't talk like them, don't think like them, don't dress like them, don't do what they do. Amen. So when you don't conform to the world, that proves 
to you and to others what is good and acceptable according to God's will. See, you can know God's will by yourself, by renewing your mind. And if you renew your mind in the word of God, you will know, you will prove to yourself and to to God and to others what his will, what his perfect will for your life is. But you can't do it unless you renew your mind. Because if you don't renew your mind, you're all over the place. You don't renew your mind, you're not thinking right. You're not doing right. You're not living right. And then you'll know the thoughts through his wisdom. You'll know his thoughts through his wisdom. Because when you renew your mind, God has a clear pathway to speak to you. Is that making sense? And you'll know his thoughts, his mind, his concerns. And you'll hear his voice. So you can't hear God's voice if you're thinking all kind of thoughts, if you're saying all kind of things, if you're like the world, which I know none of us in here are like that. But you still need to notice so you can go preach it tomorrow. Amen. Amen. So God will, you will find out the perfect will of God for your life as you renew your mind in the word of God. Stop being shallow. And be deep. Deep people renew their minds. They don't. They don't like. You know how you know when you're thinking wrong. I don't like that. You know what I'm saying. And so I go after those wrong thoughts and that that wrong thinking. And I refute it. And I there's things that the Bible tells you to do, and with no reasoning. But we reason because we don't resist the devil, and we don't renew our minds. And so if you don't renew your mind, you won't be deep. Amen. I hope I said that right. But you need to prove it to yourself what the perfect will of God is. And you won't have so many questions. What, what it, when it says perfect will for God, it's what God wants for your life. You know, what his plan and his purpose. What are those, you know, those are questions that we all have. Deep people go after that. And they know where they're going. They know what they're doing. They're not held back because they don't let small things hold them back that shallow people allow to hold them back. Amen. It's In other words, it's the shallow mindset. So meditate on the word to get rid of the shallow mindset. You get rid of the shallow mindset, then your thoughts are more like God's. You hear his voice more readily. You're out there doing what he called you to do because you know what his perfect will is for you, and you're not confused. And you're always busy. I believe you want, You know how some people get in trouble because they have um, too much time on their hands. Well, if you're deep, you won't have a lot of time on your hands. You'll stay busy doing the shallow people's work. Amen. Hallelujah. But renew your mind in the word. Hallelujah. Have safe Thinking, ensure thinking, safe thinking that comes with renewing your mind. Amen. Hallelujah. A deep going into or launching out into deep, those are people who want to be close to God. People who are close to God. Amen. You'll get there. You'll get in the deep places of God. Deep calls unto deep. And so God will be as deep with you as you want to go. He can be deep. Amen. You know, like some of these. 
from my era, rock and rollers. They used to think they were real deep, you know. So I know these rappers don't think they're deep because they don't even understand what they say. I don't think they're not they're not deep and they know it and they're not trying to be. They're just out there screaming for anybody that wants to hear. But you know how back in the 60s, 70s, when you were a rock and roller, you were deep, you know. So God is deeper than that. Amen. He is real deep. He's deep for real. He's deep as far as you want to be deep. And and when you renew your mind, that gets rid of double-mindedness. See, when you're double-minded, you can't please God, can't get anything from him. And you don't please him. I'll put it like that because that's exactly what the word says. But when you're double-minded, you can't be deep. you got other stuff on your brain. Amen. You're doing other things. And so, you know, and it, what comes with double-mindedness is, is unbelief. And so you have to get rid of unbelief, get rid of the double-mindedness by renewing your mind in the word. And doing deep things for God. Amen. Not being afraid. You know, not staying on the banks saying, you know, I would love to jump in, but I'm afraid. You know, jump in. You got to use your faith to get in there. And that's why the Bible talks about some knee deep, some ankle deep, some knee deep, and then some that go on in. See, the people that wade on in there and jump in, those are the deep people. Those are people that launch out into the deep. You don't want to stay on the banks with your feet in the water, you know, because I know I've been there and those people want to do great things for God. They just don't know where to start. And they don't believe that the word of God renewing your mind is your your pathway, you know, and picking up your cross, following God, being obedient. Those are the things. See, they don't want to go through all those. I'm just saying the majority. They don't want to do all that because it's a price to be paid, and they don't like paying that price. But you have to just go on in and just keep going, going out into the deep and see what God has for you. Amen. Don't stay on the banks. That's for shallow people. You're not shallow anymore. We all have been shallow, but we're not there anymore. We're, we're not afraid to go deep into God. We're not afraid. We can Go as deep as God wants us to go. Amen. Jesus stepped out into the deep when he fought religion. Amen. He didn't have to say anything to those people. All he had to do was that woman with the issue, heal her and keep it moving. But he challenged those religious people. It was easier for him to just let it go, but he didn't. He challenged them because he was deep. When the Pharisees and the Different people, the rulers in the churches, when they wanted Jesus to not do miracles on the Sabbath day because it was Sunday. He challenged those laws. Those were Jewish laws. He challenged those laws. That's what deep people do. Deep people challenge things that are not right. They don't just say it's okay because it's not okay. You know, like God understands. No, he don't. He don't understand. He he has laws that he can't even override. He's he's a, a covenant keeping God and he does not override his own laws. And so you have to pay the price. You have to do things God's way. If there was another way to, to catch a haul, then God would have told those women. 
I'm the women, <laughs> those men. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but he would have said it. But, you know, there was no other way. They had to go back out there. And you see Jesus didn't let them off the hook. He said, uh-uh, cast your nets, go back out. And so they had to obey him. And when they obeyed him, they, they you know, caught a haul. They had two boats full, calling friends to come and help. And so you can you can probably see how when they went to sell the fish, how much money they had. Everybody paid off their bills, the fuel bills, you know, whatever it was. Everybody had a big payoff day that day because they simply obeyed God. Amen. And so that's all God is expecting us to do. He says deep cries out to deep. And so when he's crying out to you to to lend a hand to someone in need or to go minister to somebody or go and tell a neighbor, you know, that, that they are loved, whatever he's telling you to do, he goes with you. He never sends you out alone. You're never alone. Amen. And so, but, you know, you have to understand and, and hear the voice of the Lord and obey and do what he's calling us to do. Get off the milk and get on the meat. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 3. Are y'all getting anything out of this? That's what you're supposed to say. <laughs> Amen. 1 Corinthians Mm-mm. Hallelujah. It's in other words, if you're confused, it's time to move. Time to go deeper for God. Not be afraid. Bring that fear up and get rid of it now. You know, with God. Remove the fear. Or, you know, bring that up with God. We need to have more conversations with the Lord. We go and pray, but do you just talk to him? Amen. Have a conversation. He's your friend. First Corinthians 3, verse 2. First Corinthians 3, verse 2. I hope this is the right one. It says, I fell, I fed you with milk. Let's Let's go to verse 1. It says, and I, brethren... Could not speak to you as a spiritual people, but as a carnal, as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. So you see, when you stay a baby, when you stay shallow, you see that's carnal. Amen. I wasn't telling you a story. I wouldn't do that. It's, that's carnality. And that's why you don't want to stay carn. I mean, uh, shallow. You want to launch out into the deep. It says in verse 2, I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it. And even now you are still not able, for you are still carnal. For where there are envy, strife, and division among you, you are, wait, wait a minute, among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? For when one says, I am Paul, and another says, I am Apollos. Are you not carnal? In other words, I did this. I did that. But God gives the increase. So you did your part. Apollos did his part or her part. Then don't worry about who did what. You see, people like, uh, what's that? Credit for what they do. And God is saying, nah, see, that's petty. That's falling into the line of carnality and shallowness. So God is saying, if you want to be my disciple, 
then you're going to have to get over that, get over your flesh, get over with who who has the most or who's doing the least, get over that, and just do what I've told you to do. You know, the Lord told me a long time ago when I came out of a traditional church into a full gospel, he told me to carry my corner. I had to find out what that meant. But he was telling me, stay in my place and do what he's called me to do. And all that other stuff, don't worry about that. Don't worry about a, a title. Don't worry about what you're going to do. You just do what you're supposed to be doing, what you asked to do. And don't worry about trying to overstep anybody because God does not honor that, not God. And so, you know, it's, when you do that, then you're not shallow. I feel you. Well, see, that's shallow. No, it's not. That's being obedient and respectful. When you're a shallow Christian, you don't want to move forward. You don't want to do exploits for God. You don't really want to do what he's asked you to do because you're scared. Is that making sense? It's a difference in being shallow and being uh, content with what God's called you to do. Amen. And so we have to not be shallow. Get off the milk. We read it. And get on to the meat. Hallelujah. If you stay in the shallows, in the shallows, let's see, what did I write? You'll reach your full potential. You won't reach your full potential staying in the shallows. And this is why God is saying it's the season to move out. Amen. He, there's lots of things he want to give you, lots of things he wants to expose you to, and lots of things he wants to teach you. But you can't do it. If you stand in the shallows, you have, you, God wants you operating at your full potential. And so you need to follow him. How do I launch out? Follow him. Obey him. Don't be afraid to follow him. He'll get you where you need to be. Stand in the shallows. You'll continue to be an amateur Christian. Full of doubt and unbelief. Full of fear. Full of regret. Full of coulda, shoulda, woulda. See, this is how shallow Christians operate. Amen. Like baby Christians. That's why I keep mentioning that milk. It's time to get off. And it's time to trust God and launch out into the deep where he has things for you to do. Amen. He just wants to build you up and honor you and bless the people. Amen. Those who are in need. God's looking for growth and maturity. Those people who are growing, those people who are mature. God are looking for those people to do a work for him. Stay in the deep and you'll walk on water. Amen. Those people who are water walkers, they're the deep people that launch out. They're not afraid. They're not allowing the devil to hold them back with lies. They don't blame everybody, always pointing the finger. Well, he did that. She said this and she did. Th- those are excuses. See, the shallow the shallow uh, arena is full of excuses and full of steps and formulas that don't work. The shallow arena is a place where you're just trying something. But when you launch out into the deep, you know what you're doing. Amen. Because you're not following man. You're following the spirit of God. So being in the shallows will cause you to be immature. Amen. And we already know you'll be non-productive and not full of potential. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 14. I'm almost finished. 
14, verse 20. I hope you're getting something out of this because I know God wants it for you. And it says, brethren, do not be children in understanding. So what is God saying? He says, mature. Be mature. Don't be children or don't be immature in your understanding. However, in malice, be babes. That means be immature where, when it comes to mean malice and, and ugly stuff. Say so you don't have to increase in that. But in understanding, be mature. Amen. Be mature in these things. Hallelujah. In understanding, be mature. So we need growth to receive the fullness of God. And then it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. And you'll, you'll pull in a hall. Amen. And your nets will break. Because God is, is all into exceedingly and abundantly. Hallelujah. So obedience is the key. It's another key. It's obedience into launching out into the deep. First Corinthians 2. Let's back up a little bit. Verse 14. See, it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. Amen. And so these small things, these teachings, that some people may think they're born, they're very uh, important because they're the things, these are the things where the devil will trick us and we wonder what's happening. And it's, you know, and you need to know it's because you're not going any further. God's not holding you back. Man's not holding you back, but you need to do more for God. And I think God is so gracious because he's telling us. He lets us know where we are. He helps us along the way. And I'm so thankful and grateful. Hallelujah. So 1 Corinthians 2 verse 14. And it says, but the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God. For they are foolishness to him, nor can, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. And so this is why God is trying to grow us up spiritually. And you can't grow up much more being in shallow waters where it's safe, where you can't grow and mature anymore. So he wants you to take a step of faith, take a leap out into the deep where there's further knowledge and understanding to be had. Amen. God has so much more for us, but we got to get rid of the carnality. Because people are missing it because of their carnal minds. It says it right here. Amen. The natural man does not receive the things of the spirit. We're still trying to understand a lot of Christians who are shallow are trying to understand spiritual things with their carnal minds. And so God wants to change all of that. Verse 15 says, but he who is spiritual judges all things. Yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. Hallelujah. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. See, when you obey God and when you do what he's told you to do, when you trust him enough to go a little further in the things of God, he backs you up and you start to figure this thing out. That I have the mind of Christ. I, I can get more for him. We have so much in common. And when you look in the mirror, you'll start to see his image instead of your own. Because you're wonderfully and beautifully made. 
You you were formed in your mother's womb by God. He created you. And the the more you start to obey the word of God, renew your mind, launch out into the deep, you'll start to see his reflection in that mirror instead of yours because you'll become more like Christ. So what I'm trying to say is when you launch out into the deep, you're moving closer to him. You're obeying him. You're understanding him. You're doing what he told you to do. You're flexing your spiritual muscles so that you'll understand more, do more for God, and become more like him, understanding your heart and be converted the gospel. Or you'll, you'll be converted in your inward man. There's conversion there because you're, you're walking with God more. Is that making sense? Walking with God. And so this is all he's trying to say. There's, there's time, a time and a season for everything. And this is the season for launching out into greater things, greater works. God wants to involve you in all of his business. Well, I'm not looking for more to do. You're involved in this whether you know it or not. It's time to move forward and do greater works for God. But we got to get rid of flesh. Fleshly thinking. See, most people think, well, you know, you're a bad person or I did something wrong. No, you can just think think wrong. Amen. And the, and that thinking has to be converted. It, it has to, you got to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And when we're renewed and when we are set free from all of these little things that the devil used against us to hold. See, he's trying to hold us back. He doesn't want you out there in the deep working for him. He doesn't want you in this place, this specific place at that specific time. He's trying to stop you any way he can. He has snares on the floor, wherever, that he wants you to fall into and get trapped. But you keep following the spirit. You know, stay with God. And don't be afraid to go deeper in him and get more involved in what God is doing. Amen. Because all God wants to do is use you and bless you. Look, we need to let the world see us launching out, living for God, doing for God, being used by God. The world needs to see that. And they need to see us get victory. Amen. We need to start to use our authority more. Shallow Christians don't like using their authority. They don't want the authority. You know, they think that the devil has authority and is going to win this, this fixed fight. But it's not true. Amen. We've already won. We're victorious in him. But you need to step out of the boat. Amen. See, I feel you. It's getting quiet in this Presbyterian church. <laughs> Amen. The authority of God has been given to us. And all we need to do is be bold as lions. Amen. You know, harmless as doves, however it's said. But God's already got this in the works. He wants to use us, but he's trying to get our attention so that we'll obey him and do the righteous thing. And as step out of the boat, you know he'll catch you if you fall. He caught Peter. He'll catch you. Amen. And and Peter wasn't all that nice. Didn't he come against him at the end? Which one was that? What you say? Uh, never mind. You didn't hear me, and I, I thought I heard something different. But you know, and see, he God doesn't base anything on that. 
You know, if you're for him, he says, I think, I don't know that scripture, but it says, if they're, if they're not against us, they're with us. We just have to assume that they're with us. And he'll, so he'll use anybody. And so he caught Peter's hand because he still, he loved Peter. And so he'll catch your hand if you fall, but don't be afraid to step out into the deep and catch a hog. That net needs to have souls in it. Amen. And you can do this. It's time to prepare. We should be ready. But, you know, as we read, we still carnal. <laughs> and so God has a plan for that carnality and it's to renew your mind in the word. And a lot of us are ready and God is using us and God is going to do great things through you and me. Amen. I'm going to stop. Father, we do thank and praise you for your word. Amen. We praise you and we bless you. And we lift you up today, Lord. We thank you, Father. And we give you all the honor and all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and praise God. If there's anybody here that needs prayer, I can pray for you before you leave. Amen. If not, we'll meditate in the word. Hallelujah.